0: Welcome to A Spirit-Dead Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Stephen Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Enjoy. G'day and welcome to Healing Ministries International. I'm Stephen Hockey and welcome to today's program. I'm so excited to be teaching you the Word of God this morning. May the Word of God bring revelation and understanding, especially on the topic we are continuing on today, which is, Are You Listening?, Remember what we spoke about two weeks ago about being spiritually aware because God is a spiritual being and He speaks you know on a spiritual basis with all of us before we get into the the word i want to just pray and uh, just ask god's blessing over this teaching and over you today father we pray right now in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord for all the viewers or that have tuned in to watch today lord i pray right now your tremendous blessing upon every life watching from all over the world right now in jesus name may this word bring revelation and understanding lord I pray, Lord, that we all become aware of your voice, become aware when you speak, Lord. Help us, Lord, to listen, help us to hear, Lord, everything that you need us to hear, that you want us to hear, in the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone who agrees says, Amen. Praise the Lord. So, quick recap, very quickly, because I have a lot to get through today. If you missed the last two weeks, um, we are busy speaking on, Are You Listening?, the different ways through which God speaks to us. Remember, God is always speaking, but are we listening? And I've found many people say that. I don't hear the voice of God. I've never heard God speak to me. That is because we are in the wrong frequency as I have spoken. God speaks on a spiritual level, and we try to understand Him carnally. We try to understand Him with our our flesh, but we cannot do that. If our our spirit is not in sync in the frequency that which God speaks. We won't be able to hear Him. So are you listening, not with your head, but with your heart, with your spirit? Are you listening to what the God is uh, speaking to you? Because He's always speaking, and we just need to remember to listen, take time. And also, uh, if we're going to just break open the Word again today, may, sometimes we even have to decipher some of the things that the Lord is speaking to us. But the fact remains he is always speaking, speaking. but are you listening? So quick recap, there are six ways that we have spoken about how God speaks to us. Number one was the word of God. Number two, three is Holy Spirit. Number three, through prayer. God speaks to us and number four through the still small voice number five through the audible voice of God and number six was that God speaks through his people through uh, be it knowingly or unknowingly so what was referred to that was prophecy or just people being used by God to bring you a message amen so Today we will continue on 7, 8, and 9. There's going to be 12 ways through which God speaks to us, and we'll conclude next week on this series. But number 7, and let's get straight into it, is called dreams. Today we're going to be speaking about three very important ones, dreams, visions, and signs. And I know a lot of people struggle with these three, and that's why I like to put these two, two, three together, because it's those those ones that require awareness of the supernatural and a lot of people don't understand these ways because they think carnally they'd like to think with their flesh and this is also very in in a way difficult three because people like to distort this and also people tend to bring lies so a lot of people don't believe in certain dreams or visions or signs that people believe in or believe that god spoke to them so it's very important to take notice of how god speaks uh, compare it to the Word of God. Remember, we, do never, we never judge a person when they believe they have a prophecy or a dream or a vision. You do not judge the person, you judge the Word that was given. Amen? so Because you can always then compare it to the Word of God to see if it falls in line with His Word. The, the base scripture for today that I'm going to be referring to a couple of times is found in Joel 2 verse 28. And it says this, Joel two verse twenty-eight And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, which we spoke about last week. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions, and also on my men servants and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in. Those days. Okay, so we we already touching on two points, actually, three points in this, which is prophecy, but he spoke about dreams and spoke about visions. And what was spoken, the Holy Spirit will be poured out upon all flesh in those days. We are in those days. If you were thinking like, ah, this hasn't happened or it happened long ago. No, we are in the days where God is still pouring out his spirit. He's been pouring out his spirit for two thousand years, since the day Jesus died on the cross. He's been pouring out his spirit okay and people are being baptized men servants and maid servants. it doesn't matter uh, what uh, uh, you know background you come from or what gender you are it just doesn't matter you can be baptized with the holy spirit if you are born again if you are saved amen so dreams and god loves to speak through dreams because i believe this is one of the ways that he can fully uh, communicate to us without us Interfering, let me say it like that, without us maybe stopping that which God wants to speak to us. There, there are many ways in the, or many times in the Bible where God speaks to the prophets or kings in dreams because he had something very important to share with them. Dreams help uh, fulfill destinies or reveal destinies. If we look at the life of Joseph, I mean, go look at Joseph, his whole destiny was revealed to him in a dream. We also see uh, that God also protected people through, through dreams um, many times. Also, He also revealed dreams through um, saved people and unsaved people. For example, uh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh was—he uh, had a dream uh, that was given by God to reveal what was to come, but it needed godly guidance and interpretation in order for it to be revealed and seen uh, what it was that God was speaking. And that's why many times, um, unsaved sinners, God will speak to them through dreams to grab their attention, but they do not always understand or get the interpretation of them, of it because they need the Holy Spirit. I mean, but let's look at First Kings chapter three, verse five. Uh, as a starting scripture to dreams and it is this at Gibeon the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and God said ask what shall I give you so here already we can see that God appeared to King Solomon in a dream what did God also do that he activated a conversation or initiated a conversation with King Solomon in a dream so can we speak to God in dreams yes God asked King Solomon in a dream, uh, he said, what shall I give you? And uh, we we can just jump a couple verses in verse 9. He gives the answer. He says, therefore, give to your servant an understanding heart to judge your people that I might discern between good and evil for who is able to judge this great people of yours and uh, we know what happens afterwards that god continues and he says because you have asked to sing then uh, he poured out blessings upon king solomon gave him wisdom riches and everything uh, that he actually um, didn't even ask for because he just asked for understanding to judge correctly and god just poured out blessing but this all was initiated in a dream so god can speak to us in a dream he can then also release blessing in a dream and he can also give us promises in a dream that is for the future or that is yet to be revealed so we can and I love this we can interact with God in a dream in Job 33 uh, from verse 14 it says for God may speak in one way or another yet man does not perceive it in a dream in a vision of night when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds then he being the lord he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction so we know that dreams if you don't know a dream is a what is also referred to as a night vision so we have day visions and we have night visions we'll get into the day visions now but a night vision which is a dream god speaks and gives clear instruction as well so why does god use dreams i've already now pointed out to give us protection to reveal to us maybe something that will happen in the future, our destinies, give us instruction that was just uh, spoken about because many uh, people, because of their carnal state, we don't listen. And God uses dreams when we are in such a state that we cannot really do anything else but listen to god that's why god uses dreams because he opens our ears for instruction to hear but he also speaks promises over us he releases blessings over us uh, he might even uh, say things about your future to you uh, that is in very clear detail god god can do anything that he wants to do uh, there's no limiting god so if he speaks to you in a dream it is very important to take notice especially if a dream is very vivid and very clear Yes, there there are dreams that, you know, you wake up, you remember you had a dream. Uh, Ten minutes later, you you can't even remember your dream. I, I don't believe that is from God because a dream that is from God you will remember it will be clear it will be vivid and uh, I, I remember dreams I've had from uh, joining the ministry and this was uh, four years ago and I already I remember the dream I had the day we joined the ministry and it was so clear I can I can now explain it even to my wife or my family every single step of the dream without even having to write it down it's like imprinted in my mind because God has revealed a certain part of my destiny to me through a dream and that is what happens that God will reveal to you instructions revelations and a lot of things through dreams and I want to quickly give you eight points I'm going to just read them because of time because I still have a lot to get through eight important things to remember when when concerning dreams or when God speaks to you through dreams so that you know how to handle it what to do number one not all dreams are from God we have to be aware, spiritually aware of what when it is God, when it is just our fleshly body just thinking stuff, and then also when it is the devil that might be putting things in our minds when we sleep. Because where do nightmares come from? Nightmares are obviously not from God, they are from the devil. So we have to distinguish, okay, when is God speaking to me? And then also speaking about nightmares... Yes, sometimes it's of the devil, but sometimes a nightmare can also be a warning from the Lord. So it is very important to be discerning in this area to know when is the Lord speaking to me and when are the other things that, you know, just are going on in my mind or when is the devil lying to me. Number two, dreams are not always straightforward. Dreams use a lot of god uses a lot of symbolism in dreams so you'll find that you you maybe had a dream and in your dream is a mountain and or you end up flying or whatever the case may be the dreams can get very strange and they not always straightforward like what king solomon had many times it's like what king uh with what joseph experienced when you know you saw all the haze bowing in front of him and all these other things that it requires symbolism. It requires an understanding of of what God is trying to say. So many times you have to, what I said earlier, decipher what the Lord is actually speaking to us. It's not just very straightforward. So it's very good to build up your knowledge on the meaning of numbers, on the meaning of maybe uh, metals or materials or all these things, animals, what they mean, uh, especially in a Christian. Remember, it. Go go look up the meanings in a Christian form. Don't go look at the, the like Hindu versions of the meanings of numbers because it's going to bring out a distorted version of what God is trying to tell you. That's just an extra nugget. Number three. Don't be scared to ask someone to interpret your dreams for you, especially those who you know are very good in this area, especially maybe pastors or leaders in the church that have been known to be correct in the area of dream interpretations. Number four, dreams not, might not be for the now but for the future. Remember, there, there might be dreams that are so vivid, so real, but you have to know that sometimes it's not for the now. For example, again, Joseph. God was speaking to him like 12 years ahead or 13 years ahead of time, not um, knowing that Joseph thought all this stuff is going to happen. No, it's going to happen in the future. Be aware of the time that which God is speaking to you. Number five, don't run around telling everyone about your dreams. Look at what happened to Joseph. The moment you start sharing your dreams with everyone, That is the moment when people start, I don't want to be negative, but start sharpening their knives because people don't understand it and people tend to get very jealous. Uh, I'm not saying obviously it's not everyone, but, uh, you know, the past has just proven just be careful with who you share your dreams with and uh, make sure they are very in line with you being successful and being blessed. So don't, don't just share it with anyone, especially those who you know will get jealous from your dreams. Number six. Um, ask uh, as quick as dreams come they go remember that because as soon as you wake up and i say yes you will remember dreams vividly but there might be some parts of your dreams that you won't remember so uh, if i can encourage you have a a notebook and pen next to the bed in, in your drawer or whatever if you have a dream and you feel it's important write it down write every step down so you can remember number seven Pray about your dreams. You have to pray about them. And then number eight, very important, cancel evil dreams. If there's dreams that you just feel just don't sit well in your spirit, you can cancel them. Cut them off of your life and don't allow the enemy to steal from you. Amen. Those are the, the eight just keys or points to uh, dreams. Number Eight, the eighth way that God speaks to us is through visions. and let's go back to Joel 2 verse 28. I want to read that again. In Joel 2:28 it says, "And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall uh, dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions." Okay, so visions, very important, a good way that God speaks to us. We were speaking about night visions, now we're going to speak about day visions or also referred to as walking visions. These are, in a way, a lot of people agree with them, but there are a lot of people that get confused with visions because a lot of people are skeptical skeptical because of visions because they tend to lean more on the mysticism side and people as soon as something lies in the side that people don't understand what is the word of god said my people perish because of the lack of knowledge so a lot of people don't understand visions or are scared of visions because it, it, it is a side of the supernatural that that scares them or that they're not uh, aware of or they don't have knowledge on so if you do have a vision and uh, it's an open vision. Something just happens and you see an angel or you see uh, whatever you see, whatever the Lord reveals to you. And people don't understand that and they might say things about you. Don't, don't blame them. Don't hate those people. Remember, they just don't have the knowledge and they don't understand these things. But I want to quickly give you, uh, let's speak about the three different types of visions we get. Uh, we get what is known. Uh, Number one, let me get it here. I just lost my my spot. Here it is. Three different types of visions. Number one, we get closed visions. Closed visions or referred to as inner visions. These visions happen in your mind. When God speaks to you, and these are also very closely related to uh the word of knowledge and things like that when also then the gift of healing starts taking place so sometimes you'll find uh the pastor may be preaching and then all of a sudden he'll stop if this happens at your church then he'll stop and he says the lord has just shown me uh, say someone is struggling with lung cancer in the audience and that ha- has been an inner inner vision. So maybe like a picture popped up in his head of maybe lungs with cancer on it and depending on how it is interpreted. So an inner vision takes place and then that is also referred to as a word of knowledge and then we can uh, pray for someone. Uh, closed visions are also maybe uh, when God gives you a number, God gives you a name, God gives you something in your spirit, it just comes up and you you see it, but you don't see it. It's in your mind. And that is maybe God telling you, go pray for someone, go do this, go do that. This this is the way God speaks to us to help guide us as well in our everyday work uh, walk. So we have to remember that this is seeing, though it's seeing through our earthly eyes we still see what's happening around us our spiritual eyes are revealing to us and seeing things that are um, given by God and God speaks to us through visions the second way and you can go read I want to I don't have enough time but on your own time you can go read 2nd Kings 5 to uh, 25 to tw- 27 which you will also see um, about what is a, a closed vision or a um, inner vision Number two is the second type of vision that is, which is referred to as an open vision. Open visions are very cool. Um, they happen right in front of you. Maybe an angelic being stands in front of you. Uh, This happened to Daniel that you can also go and study. You can go study Daniel 10 and you'll see when the angel of the Lord appeared to him. Just stood in front of him and obviously his eyes were open to the supernatural, the spiritual realm. And um, many times this will also be like a movie that just opens or a picture that opens in front of you. So for example, I will just be sitting here and then all of a sudden... It's like a tv or like a a whole movie opens up in front of me and god will show me maybe a a story he'll show me uh, a vision of maybe my future Uh, a lot of pastors have had maybe an experience where you sit and then all of a sudden god opens up you know your eyes to see and you'll show you standing on a stage in front of thousands of people or um i know a lot of people have had prophecies um that were given to them by the lord that uh it just opens up and it's you know it's like a vision for the future uh how people are going to be what is going to happen all, all that type of stuff and then the third level of visions is the one which is i said maybe say um <laughs> Uh, People don't really like it because they don't understand it, uh, but a lot of people do understand it. So I don't know where you fall in, which is the third one is called trance. Trance is the, the highest dimension of visions where... Uh, Paul was speaking and he said that, you know, he went into a vision and he said, I do not know whether I was in or out of my body. He did not know because he was so, it's like when you step from the physical realm and you literally step into the supernatural, it's like you step into the realm of God. You just step into that vision and it's like you're there it's like doesn't matter what you're doing like it's you're in a dif- different world it's where the the reality that you understand now falls away and you, the supernatural becomes your reality uh peter also did this in um you can go read it in in acts 10 verse 9 to 16 we also see peter when he was uh, he was on the rooftop, and God takes him. The, the scripture says he was taken into a trance, and we know the the table the, with the cloth that came with all the food came down. And the Lord said, "Eat of this," and uh, you know all that type of stuff. Go read Acts ten verse nine to sixteen; it's very powerful. But Peter was taken into a trance. Also, he did not know whether he was in his body or he was out of his body because you are completely taken out of your physical and put in put into the supernatural. You step into that reality and we are no longer in this reality so that is uh, the highest dimension of visions and god speaks to us through this way don't don't think that god doesn't use these ways to speak to us but the most common one will be closed visions uh, where god will reveal things to us and uh, it will help us to pray for other people uh, on a continuous basis. Uh, and, um, and most of the time, when God speaks to closed visions, I-, I believe it is for other people. So, for example, for the word of knowledge, for if you need to go pray for someone or it's for guidance uh, for that person, God will give us these closed or inner visions. So, let's move on. The third one we want to speak on today is through signs so god speaks through signs exodus 4 verse 8 and i know a lot of people uh, don't like signs but we're going to speak about it exodus 4 verse 8 then it will be if they do not believe you nor heed the message of the first sign that they may believe the message of the latter sign god speaks through signs okay this was found in exodus god uses signs what is a sign? Uh, Many people are very confused because uh, Jesus said, you know, a perverse generation seeks after a sign, uh, which is very true. Uh, We aren't supposed to seek after signs, run after signs, especially not for entertainment. Signs aren't there to entertain, but what is a sign? A sign points to a certain or a different reality. A sign is just a sign. For example, if, if you have an exit sign above a door, there's an exit sign that is a sign pointing to a greater reality that goes beyond that so signs in the bible all point to the greater reality of jesus and what he has done if the signs that we are you know pointing out or showing if it's there to entertain and not pointing to jesus it's it's just an empty sign it doesn't matter it it It's pointless, (laughs) excuse the pun, because it doesn't point to the right place. So we have to remember the signs referring to the Bible, if it doesn't point to the greater reality, which is Jesus, especially in the supernatural, the realm of God, any of that stuff concerning the future, whatever the case may be, if it doesn't point that way, then you can disregard it. It's not important because signs in the Bible have to point to Jesus or it points to the end times, whatever the case may be, it's it focused on our Christian walk with God, not, not to other stuff. Matthew 16, verse uh, 3 to 4 says this. Um, no, no, I'm not going to read that. Uh, let's move on. I don't have a lot of time left. Um, we see also in Hebrews 2, verse 4, God also bearing witness both with signs and... And wonders with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his will. Okay, so God bears witness both with signs and wonders so definitely signs can be used as a tool to win sinners to jesus also signs can be used as a way to prove that the word of god is true jesus walked around healing all kinds of sickness and disease and signs and wonders followed him as proof to to show the jewish people that he was the son of god so the same today we have to as a church flow in signs, wonders and miracles because they point to the greater reality of Jesus. If signs and wonders aren't flowing in the church, it will be difficult to prove Jesus because we all know the word by itself, theology by itself is dead. we have to have the holy spirit we have to have these signs that follow us to prove that the word of god that we are preaching is alive and real today and god is still healing god is still setting the captives free god is still saving people it is not something that died long ago so we have to have miracle signs and wonders in our, our church meetings in our services every single week to prove the word of god but also to point to the greater reality which is jesus christ the moment people are exposed to a sign a wonder or miracle they are brought instantly into the reality of the supernatural where a sinner or an atheist might not have believed in god they are all of a sudden brought into contact with the supernatural and in a split second heaven hell and the supernatural reality becomes their reality and they realize, hey, all this stuff is true. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoy this uh, session today. I've run out of time. I pray truly God's blessing upon your life. I pray that you will just hear Um, God's voice even more clearly I pray that you'll have dreams and visions uh, in your life that it won't uh, just be an once-off you know type of thing but God will continuously speak to you in all these different ways and that you will take notice of when he speaks remember to follow us on Facebook and uh, YouTube and Instagram also visit our website at www.dionhockey.org, and remember you can also follow us on Telegram God bless you We pray you have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost. You can sow or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You'll also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.